The Packers lost to the Commanders on Sunday. If you didn't see my gut reaction video yesterday, please check it out. It's on my YouTube channel. I've rewatched the game, and this Packers team is making so many mistakes, it's baffling. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast. My name is Patrick Corrigan, and I am your host. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Packer Mentality. My podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. If you are watching me on YouTube, please help me out and hit the subscribe button below to follow my channel. So if you don't have the time to keep up with all the Packer news, reports, or social media, or you just can't make any sense of them, let me help you make sense of the nonsense. And thank you for joining me. I do appreciate it. Playing against a lesser team, the Packers once again played at a level below their competition in a 23-21 loss to Washington. My gut reaction to that game was that this Packers team will not make the playoffs. Let's take a look at what leads me to believe that. Coming into Sunday's game, the Packers had poor offensive performances in their last three straight games and in at least five of the seven games they played this season. I've discussed it, and it definitely has been noticed by pretty much everyone else following this team. Just check the internet, or especially Twitter. Uh, they're brutal. This offense has been plagued by poor offensive line play, inability to get the run game going or stick with the run game, mistakes in the passing game, and even unexpectedly poor, poor quarterback play. I said in my preview of this game that the offensive improvement has to start on the offensive line. On Sunday, after six weeks of poor offensive line play and pretty much everyone calling for change but not expecting it, the Packers actually made wholesale changes on the offensive line. Despite having David Bakhtiari ruled out with a knee, knee issue, the Packers rolled out alignment a new lineup with four linemen at brand new positions. Only Josh Myers, the center, was at his normal position. And shocking no one, this group was significantly better than anything they've done so far this season. They allowed no sacks and only one quarterback hit against a very good commander's defensive line. This is probably one of the best defensive lines the Packers have faced this season and they did a really nice job. Uh, some of the, uh, looking at some of the pro football focus pass blocking grades, Zach Tom with a very high grade, high quality, he did not allow any pressures as a rookie starting his first game at left tackle. At left guard, Elton Jenkins did not have a great game. Uh, Josh Myers at center had a really good game. Uh, John Runyon at right guard, moving over from left guard. Uh, he had a really nice game. Uh, Yash Neisman, who we've been begging to move from left tackle to right tackle. Uh, he was at right tackle, uh, and he did a, did a average to above average job pass blocking. Uh, mostly the reaction to this whole thing that, hey, you made a change and it actually worked. Uh, so, uh, kudos to the offensive staff to not continue the insanity at offensive line. 
Oh, if you followed my channel since the beginning, and thank you and bless you if you have, uh, but if you haven't, or if you don't remember, uh, I am the son of a college football coach. Uh, so I have the benefit of being able to talk to a 30-year veteran college coach and offensive coordinator. So with the Packers in mind, and I know he watches the Packers games, I asked him about the Packers offense and why he thought they were having so many issues. Uh, and he said, your offense must have a few plays or do something that you can hang your hat on. And they don't seem to know what that is. Uh, he had a few other ideas that I will bring up in later videos, but I thought that pretty much summed up the problem with the Green Bay offense. Uh, they don't have that thing that they can hang their hat on, or they just don't hang their hat on it. Uh, they have these teams scouted and still don't have answers. Hard to judge the run game and blocking when the Packers only ran the ball 12 times. Not enough touches for Aaron Jones again, even though uh, if you were watching the game, they have that little toss play out of the shotgun to Jones that they ran probably five or six times, and it was very successful. Why they didn't run it more often until the commanders learned to stop it, I don't know. Uh, how many weeks in a row are we going to continue to say that Jones isn't getting the ball enough? There are only two guys that you can pin this on for, the, for Jones not getting the ball, and that is Coach LaFleur, who's calling the plays, and Aaron Rodgers, who uh, has to execute them. So if you're not running the ball, that means you have to be effective in the passing game, and this team is not. This passing game is just a mess. Seven weeks into the season, and Rodgers and the receivers are still not on the same page on too many plays. On top of that, holding penalties and dropped passes are just killing drives. This is just way too many drop passes for NFL receivers. Uh, you can't play at this level and be dropping this many passes. It's just unacceptable. Uh, but a few of those balls were low throws or balls thrown behind the receiver. Uh, these are barely catchable balls that we, you know, the type that we don't usually expect Aaron Rodgers to throw. Yeah, he's the, and also, there are still too many balls that he's throwing that aren't even close enough to the receivers for them to be allowed to make a play. Uh, a couple plays, again, on Sunday where he's throwing a ball that, you know, the receivers can't even get to it before it hits the turf. Summary of the offense on Sunday. They had nine drives. Three were cut short on penalties they couldn't overcome. Another three ended on third or fourth down on drop passes. Uh, two ended in touchdowns. Uh, one of those drives was helped out a lot by commander's penalties. And one was the end of the game. Uh, so, you know, six, six drives are just ended by mistakes. Packers were 0 for 6 on third down. Also a terrible sign. Couple of plays that I do call into call into question, judging just judging what they're doing. Uh, on the drive that uh, ended on a drop pass on fourth down, there was a uh, 
actually a turnover on downs in the fourth quarter, fourth and one. Uh, it was a, a little screen pass to Romeo Dobbs. Uh, and even if he catches the ball, I don't think he's going to make it because as soon as he that pass hit his hands, he got drilled by the defensive back and that knocked the ball loose. Not a fan of that play call. First off, they're sitting back in shotgun. Uh, I don't like going shotgun on third or fourth and one or short yardage. Your running plays are slower developing and the defense gets a better look at what the quarterback is doing. Uh, and it eliminates the quarterback sneak option. Plus, I think the Packers are predictable on this. Third and fourth and one, shotgun, uh, you know, probably uh, one of the main options is that little screen pass to the wide receiver. It looked like the Packers uh, pretty much tipped off the play and the commanders were ready for it. One other question, final play of the game, the Packers chose to run the lateral play instead of a Hail Mary. It was plenty exciting, but you had the ball on your own 46. That's a 54, it's 54 yards from the line of scrimmage to the end zone. Every year previous to this, Aaron Rodgers has no problem making, getting the ball that far. And I'm really wondering if his hand is bothering him more because his deep passes don't look good and they decided to not have him throw the ball and so I'm wondering if he's healthy enough to get the ball to the end zone. Uh, bright spots on the offense. There weren't many but uh, Zach Tom, rookie, first start at left tackle, did a really solid job. Way to go Zach. And Aaron Jones led the team in receptions. Uh, unfortunately, not enough rushes, but uh, Aaron Jones, uh, great job uh, catching the ball and making plays. Only thing of note for the special teams is the muffed punt by Amari Rogers that led to a commander's field goal. Other than that, uh, the coverage was pretty good. No block kicks this week, thankfully. Uh, just the muffed punt that unfortunately led to three points. Defensively, this is a tough game. Uh, if the offense is even competent, this was probably a good enough effort to win. You only only gave up 20 points. I did like that Joe Barry continued to be aggressive. Uh, while Quare Walker is still having his issues against the run, I like that Barry is using him more as a pass rusher uh, and blitzing. Uh, speaking of blitzing, I did see Adrian Amos coming uh, a couple times also on blitzes. Love to see that. The offense and the special teams, the muff punt, did put those Packers defense in a few bad positions. But you were playing the Commanders, who were starting their backup quarterback, and this defense couldn't stop them when it counted the most. Uh, this, the run defense is just awful. Uh, the Packers' front seven has been brutal for the most part. They, they're getting pushed around. They're not keeping contained. You name it. The pass defense still had some issues with zone and guys running wide open across the field. Still communication issues. 
Speaking of of zone or man-to-man coverage, if Jair Alexander or another defensive back gets beat one-on-one or the quarterback makes a great throw or the receiver makes a great catch, I can live with that. It's the zone issues that they keep having having problems with uh, that are unacceptable. And speaking of uh, receivers making great catches, yes, I am talking about Terry McLaurin, who made a couple big plays on Sunday. And if you remember, the Packers could have drafted him and instead chose to pick Jace Sternberger, tight end, instead. Uh, Jace is no longer with the team. But they did pick Jace one pick in front of McLaurin. That's another third-round pick. Uh, another opportunity that they had to stock or restock or keep the wide receiver room stocked that they didn't take advantage of. Uh, but that's another video and can go into that all I can go into that for a while. Or the missed opportunities and key mistakes on defense. Uh, on the drive following the pick six by Devon Ray Campbell, the Packers had another interception opportunity dropped by Rasul Douglas. That drive featured some really poor run defense and some really awful tackling uh, and ended in a touchdown. Rasul actually had his hands on a couple balls uh, this game that possibly could have been interceptions. Uh, In the second half, the Packers couldn't stop the run and allowed a 16-play, 9-minute drive for a field goal. Uh, During that drive, uh, that drive included giving up a first down on a 3rd and 11 play. Later in the half, uh, Packers had a sack, led to a third and eight, and the secondary had a coverage breakdown, allows allows a catch with a huge run, crossing route. Uh, After that play, to make things worse, Eric Stokes loses his cool and gets a dumb penalty, 15 yards. That drive ended inside the Packers' 10-yard line, and it was a field goal. Now, I don't want to you know, sit here and knock on the defense. I am going to point out some of the bright spots on the defense. Uh, some of the guys that had good games. Uh, Devondre Campbell, looking more and more like the all-pro he was last season. 12 tackles and a pick six, uh, which was a fantastic play. Rasul Douglas, looking like he did last year, playing on the outside for the most part. Uh, good in coverage, and is getting his hands, uh, as I mentioned, he's uh, got gotten his hands on a few passes. He's going to get some picks. Also, been a little bit tough on him so far this season, but Quay Walker, 13 tackles to lead the team, uh, including two quarterback hits. He is a problem when he rushes, uh, is blitzing or rushing the quarterback. Hope to hope the Packers continue to use them in that way. But overall, you know, overall this team, uh, this wasn't the complete disaster that compared to last week, but it's nowhere near good enough. You not, Commanders are not a great team, and this effort wasn't good enough to beat them. Now, can they do enough to get back into playoff contention? I hope so. I'm going to address their playoff chances in the next next couple days. It's a little alarming, I'll be honest. Uh, keep your eyes open for that video. Until then, have a great week, be safe, and go Pack Go!